the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon, West Central Florida, Florida, and around the nation. For all that are listening this afternoon, I'm Bill Bunkley, and this is the Bill Bunkley Show. Well, the Florida legislature is now moving into the mode where they basically are going to be in session, full session on both sides of the chamber. Now, we do have a couple of meetings. Uh, there's going to be an appropriations meeting tomorrow in the Senate uh, because uh, be the um, untimely uh, massacre that took care that took um, uh, place at Parkland, Florida, uh, the legislature is uh, behind, is going to be behind, is not going to be closing out a week from this Friday in terms of the regular session, but um, we're going to get there. So today uh, we're going to be talking uh, probably uh, mostly about non-legislative matters because so much has been happening. I've got uh, a breaking news story that I want to share with you because Governor Scott was right in our West Central Florida area. In fact, uh, he was uh, in um, a press conference along with uh, our Attorney General Pam Bondi and uh, Hillsborough County Sheriff uh, Chad Cronister and others uh, here in Tampa. So I will bring that uh, information to you in just a moment. We're also going to be uh, looking at uh, our response uh, as a nation to Dr. Billy Graham. And uh, just a moving, moving morning just before the lunch hour as Dr. Graham's uh, pine casket that was uh, transported from uh, its landing at Dulles International Airport in the suburbs of Washington all the way to the state capitol and right now is lying in repose there. We're going to let you hear from um, some of the um, dignitaries, uh, Paul Ryan as well as uh, President Trump. Also, Michael W. Smith, I was uh, brought to tears because uh, after the former remarks, um, Michael Smith started playing Just As I Am. And for any of you who have um, any connections with Dr. Graham and his ministry, you know that that was the key song. That was the key message after hearing God's love and uh, God wanting to uh, redeem that relationship with each and every one of us. Dr. Graham gave the invitation, and uh, that was just very, very moving. Plus, uh, hope to get to the comments of the chaplain from the Senate. Very, very moving indeed. Now, I want to remind you that coming up uh, this hour, we're going to have a chance to talk with State Representative Ross Spano. Now, he has been the champion for a lot of our human trafficking legislation over the last few years. He's also going to be running for attorney general here. I guess he is already, but he's still uh, involved with his uh, legislative responsibilities. But uh, he's going to be with us because we have some bills that uh, we've been working on, he's been working on. One of them has to do with uh, security in our churches, and some of these bills look like they're not going to make it across the finish line. So we'll have a chance to talk with him. And by the way, this is Bell Shoals Day here at the, at the Bill Bunkley Show. 
because, uh, of course, Representative Spano uh, is a deacon there at Bell Shoals. And coming up in the second hour, we're honored, and you know exactly who I'm talking about when I mention the ministry moving forward. That airs right here on WTBN and WTWD Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. as well as 10 p.m. Uh, Dr. Stephen Rummage, senior pastor at Bell Shows, is going to be joining me in the second hour to uh, talk about this whole idea about us moving forward with Christ. And so that's our lineup for today. I want to remind you that we're simulcasting all across Central Florida on our Faith Talk stations, as well as our answer stations on on the biz. And uh, we've got three numbers for you to join the conversation. A toll-free is 877-943-9673, uh, Sarasota, Brainton, Manatee County, 941-955-0930. In Tampa, the number is 813-287-5700. So just uh, want to give you a quick brief, and that is Governor Rick Scott was here in Tampa. He was outlining his plan um, aimed at uh, keeping Florida schools uh, safe. Uh, he has uh, announced that he's going to be um, rolling out about a half a billion dollars. That's right, half a billion dollars for school safety in his plan. It's about $500 million. And uh, this is in response to the 17 innocent uh, individuals who were massacred there in the Parkland uh, school uh, event. And so um, when the governor is out and about like this, it's going to give an opportunity for him to share he has a three-pronged plan to thwart the school shootings. Uh, his plan uh, will address uh, mental illness among student populations. It really needs to be among all populations, but definitely let's start with the students. Hardening school campuses and a call for additional law enforcement at schools. He is not, I repeat, not for arming teachers. So. What you've been hearing the last few days, as I've been bringing to you and reporting about the legislative plan, um, they have some differences there. Um, Cost-wise, it's going to break down to about uh, $7.4 million per school district, and there's going to be some flexibility based on the size, but he wants to do all that he can to make, the, um, make our schools safe. And I want to give a shout-out to Jason Lanning with uh, Spectrum News 9. Uh, for his report of the governor's press conference uh, here in Tampa. Let's, uh, let's turn our attention to uh, what was happening in the nation's capital. Very remarkable day, and that's because Dr. Billy Graham is still making history. He's passed away. Uh, he's gone on to be with his Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, his wife, and all the reunions. And, of course, uh, he'll be back. And what I mean by that is that when the Lord Jesus returns, uh, he'll be returning with him. But what a glorious day it is for him to uh, finally see uh, his Savior a few days ago. But uh, it is also uh, remarkable to know and to note that uh, he is still making history, even though he's gone on to be with the Lord. And that's because he is lying in repose right now at the United States Capitol under the rotunda the beautiful, majestic uh, rotunda. And uh, in all of American history, there's only been four private citizens who have uh, been bestowed that honor of lying in repose at the Capitol. Rosa Parks was uh, the last one. Of course, she was recognized for her role in the Civil Rights Movement. But here is how Dr. Graham is making uh, history. 
he is the first private citizen to be honored, to uh, be lying in repose under this um, this majestic U.S. Capitol Rotunda, and he's there for his faith. He's there for his religious convictions. He's known as America's pastor. And, of course, we know him as, uh, uh, you know, a senior ambassador for his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the images of today, and uh, by now you probably know about the simple pine wood casket from the images you have seen the last couple of days from the Billy Graham Library, uh, which you might not know that it was actually constructed <clears throat> several years ago, and it was con- con- constructed by craftsmen prisoners at uh, Louisiana's Angola State Prison. And that speaks volumes about this humble man of God. But um, as um, he was um, placed in repose, there was about a 2300 invitation only uh, service. And we had a chance to hear from the Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, uh, Paul Ryan, President uh, uh, Trump. And we also heard from the two chaplains in the House and the Senate. And Michael W. Smith was playing just as I am. Now, um, have we got time to, uh, how much? All right, good. Um, Paul Ryan was the first to share. And I want to tell you between uh, Paul Ryan as well as President Trump, both of them were very vocal about uh, what I call using the J word. And the J word is Jesus. And uh, that was uh, very fitting with who Dr. Graham uh, was and is. But um, Speaker Ryan opened up with a verse from the book of Matthew. Let's go ahead and listen to cut number one. In the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Billy Graham woke up every day and did just that. He shared his love of God. That love had no end. That love had no barriers. He ministered to all walks, from some of the greats whose statues line this very hall. Eisenhower, King, Ford and Reagan, to everyday citizens lining up to pay their respects. And I want to tell you that uh, in addition to that, um, Speaker Ryan talked about um, uh, how Dr. Billy Graham connected with people. And what we've been talking about for several days, uh, simple, but Dr. Graham's message never changed. Let's listen in. No matter how long the lines grew, no matter how much the times changed, his message never diminished. That love was so infectious, wasn't it? The man had such a gift for connecting with people. When listening to Reverend Graham, it's as if he is right there next to you, praying with you, turning you to the glory of God. Well, when you think about Dr. Billy Graham, you know that we have always been challenged. We've always been challenged about our walk, our life. We've been challenged whether we have uh, taken care of the most important question and the the important aspect of our life, and that is uh, our eternal destination. So let's listen in because Speaker Ryan talked about the fact that Billy Graham always challenged us to ask the right questions. 
He did not profess to have all the right answers. Look to the Bible, he would say. But he sure did point us to all the right questions and challenge us to look up and to look within, to reflect and to repent. And in those moments, when we felt weak in spirit, when our country was on its knees, he reminded us, he convinced us, that is exactly when we find our grace and our strength. Well, I want to tell you that um, Dr. Billy Graham, of course, has been referred to as America's pastor, and he was loved. And why was he loved? Let's listen to this final cut from the Speaker of the U.S. House, Paul Ryan. Few loved others as Billy Graham did, and few were as beloved as he was. Here lies America's pastor. A man made great, not by who he was, but by who he served with all of his heart and all of his soul and all his mind. We give thanks to God for the life and the works of this humble servant now and forever. Those were the comments of Speaker Paul Ryan as uh, Dr. Billy Graham's Pinewood uh, casket that has been holding his body arrived at the Capitol. Coming up uh, after the break, we'll hear from President Donald Trump. And as our programming note, again, we'll then be hearing from State Representative um, Raul Spano. In the second hour, you're also going to be hearing from one of the founders of the Salem Radio Network, Stu Epperson. He talked to Mark Davis about the impact of Dr. Billy Graham. We'll also be letting you hear about another of the exciting days that we're going to have in Israel, inviting you to join my pilgrimage. All that and more coming up in a moment. Let's go to SRN News. We'll be right back. Don't put your marriage on a pedestal. Do for your spouse what you want them to do for you. Those are just two keys to having a lasting marriage. But there are more. Family Life wants you to have the free e-booklet, Nine Keys to a Lasting Marriage. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword marriage. Nine insights into building and strengthening a fulfilling marriage, just in time for Valentine's. And when you log on, you'll also be entered to win the ultimate relationship builder, a free weekend getaway for a married couple to a Family Life Weekend to Remember Marriage Getaway. Biblically-based insights from top speakers and marriage experts with encouragement, hope, and practical tools to build and grow your relationship. Get your free copy of Nine Keys to a Lasting Marriage and enter to win a weekend to remember. Visit letstalkfaith.com and enter the keyword marriage. letstalkfaith.com keyword marriage. We're building new memories. Tomorrow is opening day at the 2018 Florida Strawberry Festival with Jimmy Stir and his orchestra at 1030, Oak Ridge Boys at 330, and Gary Allen at 730 on the Wish Farm Soundstage. 
Tomorrow is Florida Blues Seniors Day. Seniors 60 and over get $2 off regular gate admission. On the Midway. It's O'Reilly Auto Parts Ride-A-Thon Day. Present a voucher for participating O'Reilly Auto Parts stores and save $3 off the $20 wristband to ride all day for only $17. Plus, get a free Polar Pop at Circle K with each Midway wristband purchase. Hundreds of exhibits, arts and crafts, free entertainment, awesome food, and our delicious strawberry shortcake. Get details and tickets today at flstrawberryfestival.com or visit a participating public supermarket for discount admission tickets. The 2018 Florida Strawberry Festival. Mm-hmm. Building new memories. Bill Bunkley here. We're back with a look at Dr. Billy Graham. As he is now, uh, his body has uh, made its way to the U.S. Capitol Rotunda in Washington, D.C. Earlier today, 2,300 of uh, invited guests and our nation's national leaders gathered to uh, honor Dr. Graham and to uh, spend a few moments reflecting on his life. President Donald Trump was there with his wife, and um, I want to tell you that uh, Donald Trump was very informative. You may not know about uh, one of the things that happened in Billy Graham's early life. In fact, he was just a young man. But uh, the president talked about a time where there was a special prayer. And uh, there was a request for someone to preach the gospel across the whole world. Let's listen in as President Trump earlier today told this story from the U.S. Capitol Rotunda. In the spring of 1934, Billy Graham's father allowed a group of Charlotte businessmen to use a portion of the family's dairy farm to gather for a day of prayer. On that day, the men prayed for the city. They prayed that out of Charlotte, the Lord would raise up someone to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth. We are here today more than eight years later, because that prayer was truly answered. Billy Graham was 15 years old at the time. Just a few months later, he accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. That choice didn't just change Billy's life, it changed our lives. It changed our country, and it changed, in fact, the entire world. The North Carolina farm boy walked out of those fields into a great and beautiful history. I want to tell you, to hear our President Donald Trump to very specifically talk about Dr. Billy Graham coming to faith and uh, with his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, uh, Boy, in today's political correctness, that is certainly a breath of fresh air for those of us who are Christ followers. Now, I want to tell you, earlier today, Bill Hammer didn't quite get it right with Fox News as they were covering the event, talking about the fact that Dr. Graham started his preaching ministry there at Wheaton. Well, that didn't happen that way. But I want to tell you, the president got it right, and he talks about Dr. Graham being right here at Bible School in Florida where it all began. Let's listen in. Starting at a small Bible school in Florida, he soon led a nationwide revival. From a large tent in Los Angeles 
to 100,000 people in a single day at Yankee Stadium, to more than 2 million people at Madison Square Garden, over 16 weeks in 1957. And I remember that because my father said to me, come on, son. And by the way, he said, come on, mom. Let's go see Billy Graham at Yankee Stadium. And it was something very special. Mm, Something special indeed. Well, the president talked about just how many people did Dr. Graham preach to? Well, let's hear the president quote that number. But Americans came in droves to hear that great young preacher. Fred Trump was a big fan. Fred Trump was my father. In London, Tokyo, Seoul, Bogota, Moscow, New Delhi, Saigon, Johannesburg, and scores of other places all over the world, Reverend Graham shared the power of God's word with more than 200 million people in person and countless others through television and radio where people loved to watch and listen. You know, it's all about the cross. It's all about coming to the cross and kneeling at the cross and accepting Jesus Christ. Well, Billy Graham went to Poland in 1978, and that was a very special uh, meeting, and Dr. Graham commented about that. In 1978, with the support of the Catholic bishop, who would soon become Pope John Paul II, Reverend Graham went to Poland and spoke of the meaning of the cross to a people suffering under the soulless oppression of communism. Billy Graham carried his message around the world, but his heart, as Franklin will tell you, was always in America. He took his message to the poorest places, to the downtrodden, and to the brokenhearted to inmates in prison, and to the overlooked and the neglected. He felt a great passion for those that were neglected. Wow. And you know what? Again, the president talked about the simple message of Dr. Billy Graham. Let's listen in again. Everywhere he went, Reverend Graham delivered the same beautiful message. God loves you. That was his message. God loves you. We can only imagine the number of lives touched by the preaching and the prayers of Billy Graham. The hearts he changed, the sorrows he eased, and the joy he brought to so many. The testimony is endless. The president very thankful for the life of character and integrity and dedication to his Lord, his wife, and his family, Dr. Graham. And the president gives thanks for that life. Today we give thanks for this extraordinary life. And it's very fitting that we do so right here in the rotunda of the United States Capitol, where the memory of the American people is enshrined. Here in this room, we are reminded that America is a nation sustained by prayer. 
The painting to my left is of the pilgrims as they embark for America, holding fast to the Bible and bowing their heads in prayer. Along these walls, we see the faces of Americans who prayed as they stood on the Lexington Green, who prayed as they headed west, prayed as they headed into battle, and prayed as they marched for justice and always marched for victory. Around us stand the statues of heroes who led the nation in prayer during the great and difficult times. From Washington to Lincoln to Eisenhower to King, and today, in the center of this great chamber lies legendary Billy Graham, an ambassador for Christ who reminded the world of the power of prayer and the gift of God's grace. Well, I just want to share that uh, not only was I moved by this entire um, memorial service, just reflect, if you will, in today's political correctness, a president of the United States so eloquently talking about a man of the Christian faith. Ross Bannell's up next. Don't go away. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. President Trump just wrapping up with some lawmakers to discuss gun control and school safety in what was a prime example of why the president is a successful businessman. He was surrounded by lawmakers from both parties conducting a healthy back and forth in an attempt to find a solution to end the mass shootings. Broward County School Superintendent Robert Runcie said about 95% of the student body of 3,293 returned to Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School two weeks after a mass shooting killed 17. He called today's attendance outstanding. He added that there were about 150 counselors at the campus to offer support to staff and students as well as 40 therapy dogs. On Wall Street today, the Dow down 381 to 25,029. NASDAQ down 57 to close at 7273. S&P down 30 to 2714. You're listening to SRN News. When a disaster strikes your community, where do you turn for help? How can you deal with suffering, loss, and inevitable questions like, where's God and why did he allow this to happen? Find the help you need at the Focus on the Family Help Center. We'll listen to you, pray with you, and give you godly encouragement. We're available weekdays at 855-771-HELP. That's 855-771-HELP. Focus on the Family, weekdays at 7. Imagine not eating for days and not knowing when or if you'll ever eat again. That's the grim reality for poor families in Haiti. Odette doesn't know when she'll be able to feed her family again. She and her husband, Jerome, care for their two grandchildren after the death of their daughter. But because of their age and poor health, it's hard to find work. Odette knows that her grandchildren aren't getting enough to eat, but she has no way to find or buy food. Poor families like Odette's suffer with no hope. They have no idea how they will survive. But you can help. 
Today, you can provide food every day for the next year and a lifetime supply of clean, safe water through Food for the Poor. For just $50, you can ensure that Odette's grandchildren get the food and safe water they need to survive. Would you allow God to use you to save the lives of suffering children in Haiti and Guatemala? Please make your life-saving gift right now by calling 855-353-HOPE, 855-353-4673. 855-353-4673. You can also give by clicking the Give Life banner at letstalkfaith.com. 855-353-4673. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 4.375%, APR 4.62%. But choosing the right mortgage lender involves so much more than just a rate. Only Quicken Loans has earned 12 JD Power Awards. No other lender comes close to that level of client satisfaction. And we invented Rocket Mortgage. It gives our clients a simpler, hassle-free way to get a mortgage completely online in minutes. No one else has anything like it. And our people, each one of our 17,000-plus team members throughout Detroit, Cleveland, and Phoenix provides absolute client satisfaction each and every day. So why would you go anywhere else to get your mortgage? Go to America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com for the best mortgage experience on earth. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. And that's Luke 21, 24. We go there that when Jerusalem is back in the hands of Jewish people, the blinders will start coming off. That's when the time of the Gentile is being fulfilled. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Michael W. Smith in the Capitol Rotunda, Washington, D.C., earlier today as the body of Dr. Billy Graham arrived at the Rotunda to lie in repose. And uh, the signature song of decades of the team, Cliff Burrells, George Beverly Shea, and Dr. Billy Graham, the invitational song, So For Me To All Of Us, Just As I Am, very, very moving this morning at the nation's capital. Well, let's uh, turn our focus back on Tallahassee in the state of Florida because, um, as I have mentioned to you about a week ago and has been hinting from day to day, I felt that with the uh, situation that unfortunately unfolded at Parkland, um, the legislature was going to uh, experience uh, a detour, and we're going to hear today about some important bills uh, that I've been working on and certainly my my next uh, I uh, guess have been working on, and uh, there's a serious concern about them not getting done. 
Representative Raul Spano represents the great district uh, 59 here in uh, basically uh, Hillsborough County. He is a Republican member of the Florida House of Representatives. He was born in Brandon, graduated from Brandon High School. He uh, went to the University of South Florida uh, with a degree in history, and he graduated from the Florida State University College of Law back in 1998. He's a managing partner of Spaniel and Woody PA in Riverview. And his wife, Amy, and they have four kids, Kaylee, Vincent, Caleb, and Isaiah, and a very faithful member of uh, Bell Shoals Baptist Church, which reminds me to let you know, this is the Bell Shoals Day on the Bill Bunkley Show, because senior pastor uh, is going to be with us, and of course, that is Stephen Rummage in our second hour. And of course, Ross Spano is also running to be the Attorney General for the state of Florida. Ross, it's good to have you back with us this afternoon. Bill, I am so pleased to be with you. Thank you for having me. It's always an honor to be on your show. Well, it's great to have you here, and I feel for you, brother, because uh, you're one of the hardest-working legislators uh, that I know, especially for conservative and socially conservative Christian worldview values, and you've had a heart for these victims of human trafficking. So first of all, tell us a little bit about uh, how your session has been going up until, well, maybe a week ago. (laughs) Well, you know, session has been going pretty good. You know, the things that we've we felt strongly about and passionate about have been moving for the most part. Certainly, the bills relating to tra- uh, trafficking, the uh, the public health resolution relating to pornography that that passed last week. So, I was happy about that. Um, and then, as you said just a moment ago, though, with the uh, the tragedy down in Parkland uh, a couple of weeks back, it kind of has caused a detour with some of the things we've been working on. Um, but uh, you know, you 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 adjust, and uh, we're we're still hope you know optimistic that, that we're going to be able to get some things accomplished here and we're going to try the best we can all right i'll get back to the legislative piece in just a moment but i want to talk about uh, again you're one of the candidates for attorney general you and uh, someone we're very familiar with here in west central florida and that is the sheriff of polk county grady judge judd you had a press conference uh, with the sheriff uh, last week you actually uh had a plan uh, some of the very similar aspects we're seeing both in the, the joint House-Senate type of plans and, and the governor's plan. Talk about uh, the plan that you and uh, Grady Judd put forth for being uh, one, of the, one of the ideas to consider in dealing with uh, the, the, the work that we, we want to do all we can humanly to keep another Parkland situation from happening again. Absolutely. And, you know, immediately after you, my first thought was, uh, after I heard about the, the tragedy down there, was, oh, my word, how, how, how could something happen like this? This is terrible. Then the, the second thought was, you know, how are we going to respond? W- what are we going to do in response to protect our kids? I mean, that's the second thing we have to do. So um, thankful for Grady Judd and what we were able to do, you know, together in terms of kind of coming up with a response and, and a proposal. And so, you know, the first part of that proposal would be, uh, you know, issues relating to school hardening to make sure that these these areas aren't soft soft targets. And so uh, what we proposed is a dedicated uh, matching state fund program where uh, the state would match uh, up, you know, as much as the local districts were able to, uh, to, to forward in terms of hardening these schools and that those uh, issues might concern cameras and fencing and uh, secure entry systems, biometrics, bulletproof doors, windows, et cetera, those kinds of things, allocating state funding also for at least one school resource officer on every single public school campus in the state, 
expand uh, what, we, what we're calling the Sentinel program, which is really a voluntary program for individuals that are already in the schools, uh, you know, such as administrators and, and teachers wanting to or willing to participate, um, you know, if they could satisfy enhanced background checks, if they could undergo emotional psychological evaluation and, and complete comprehensive standardized training that, that, that they could serve uh, potentially as a deterrent to, uh, to a situation like this. Um, so that was part of it. We also wanted to make sure that we're uh, addressing threats that are being made. So our proposal was that we would pass legislation to essentially criminalize threats. So if you uh, you go online, Facebook, and you say, hey, I'm going to go to my school and I'm going to shoot the place up or I'm going to kill my family or whatever, that, 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 should be, that should be a crime. And so law enforcement should have the ability to be able to respond to that situation. They don't currently have that. We also want to be able to mandate reporting so that uh, persons who have custodial responsibilities, such as healthcare professionals, guidance counselors, school nurses, teachers, and so forth, um, you know, if, if they are aware of this is happening, they should have a requirement to notify law enforcement. You know, you hear the see something, say something. So that would kind of provide a little teeth to that effort, and it would mandate also positive action by law enforcement in the event that such a such a complaint was offered. I think it's also important that we um, work with Florida Department of Law Enforcement to uh, develop standardized security and risk assessment for all of the school districts if they request that information that that help. Uh, require that the uh, Criminal Justice Standards and Training Commission uh, create standardized curriculum for the Sentinel program. A couple of the other important things that I think that we that we addressed were to introduce something called the Gun Violence Restraining Order, which essentially would permit a narrowly defined group of people, including law enforcement, a spouse, a parent, a sibling, uh, to petition the court for an order to temporarily remove uh, a troubled individual's uh, uh, gun rights. They would uh, obviously, um, you know, evidence, sufficient evidence, clear and convincing evidence would have to be uh, provided that, in fact, you know, this is the case, that this person presents a danger to himself or to others. But it would allow law enforcement in those appropriate circumstances to remove, remove that gun from an individual for a limited period of time. They would certainly have all of their due process rights, and so we're certainly not wanting to infringe on those. But um, that's something that's that's important, and part of it, part of the part of the plan, the proposal was uh, a plan that I think uh, you've heard something about, and that's the, the Church Protection Act, which would enable churches and other houses of worship who have a a school on their premises at any point in time during the week to permit, if they so choose, licensed concealed carry permit holders to to carry. Uh, on now that has been a standalone bill that you have uh, sponsored, and we have supported with the Florida Ethics Religious Liberty Commission. But that's, uh, I want to get to that too. That's one of the bills that could be in trouble. Uh, Tell us about your bills that are in trouble. And there's a lot of bills, given the amount of debate time to work on the Parkland package, uh, both House and Senate, a lot of legislation is going to go by the wayside. But talk about your bills that are in jeopardy because of uh, running out of time. Yeah, and specifically that church protection bill, which is the standalone bill, which we all expected and anticipated would pass without much fanfare this year. Um, I, I, you know, we got word yesterday that the bill had been what's what's called TP, which stands for temporarily postponed. It had been temporarily postponed in the Senate uh, yesterday, and in fact brought up again, but also TP'd again today. Uh, and then I started making some phone calls and said, what, you know, what's going on over there? Come to find out that uh, the Senate has, has shelved the bill, essentially. They are not going to move forward with the bill, and the bill apparently will not pass this year. And the concern, as it's been expressed to me anyway, 
is that uh, that the Senate is concerned and a little bit weak need about kind of flack that they might take or opportunities that uh, folks in the opposing party might uh, might might take to, uh, to to raise other issues ancillary to the Church Protection Act. I, I frankly wish the Senate had a little bit more uh, fortitude and. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, perhaps you could, you know, have your your listeners, in fact, uh, you know, uh, call their their senators uh, to encourage the Senate to, to to take this bill up and pass it out. I think it's important. Uh, we, you know, yes, there are lots of issues that need to be addressed with regard to the to the, to the gun issue, but this is fundamental, and this has to get done. Uh, so, you know. Maybe if you can help me out on that front, Bill. I, yeah, we'll do that. We'll, we'll, we'll go, go call your call your Florida State senators and ask yeah. them to please uh, put back on the agenda the the church protection bill. In about yeah. a minute, I want to hold you over because I want to get your quick reaction reflection on the life of Dr. Billy Graham, his inspiration to you. But also, you were working on, on a bill uh, in human trafficking, uh, talking about the fact of some liability for some of these hotels or motels where most of this uh, human trafficking prostitution is taking place, that one, too, could be in jeopardy, correct? It could well be. And, uh, you know, you, 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 you try and remain optimistic about this, uh, and this is another one where we could really use help with. But um, I think on both the House and the Senate side, um, we're just going to have to really, you know, keep that full court press on to, uh, to, to really keep the pressure on. Uh, to make sure we get those bills uh, up and out, because uh, that is a bill that I think uh, could fundamentally change the landscape of trafficking in the state of Florida and help victims not only discourage further victimization, but also help victims who have already been victimized kind of get back on their feet financially. Hmm. You're listening to the voice of Representative Ross Spano. He represents District 59, and uh, 59, which includes uh, Central Hillsborough County, He's term limited out. Um, he came in in 2012, uh, but he has uh, thrown his hat in the ring for the Attorney General of the State of Florida. Now, uh, his website is rossspanel.com, rossspanel.com, and, of course, uh, well-known to all the folk uh, out in the Brandon area. Uh, I'm going to ask Ross to, uh, to uh, stay with us through the break because in a moment I'm actually going to be sharing with you a very moving closing prayer from the chaplain of the United States Senate that took place uh, earlier today uh, in the memorial service uh, for our leaders, the 2,300 invited guests at the uh, service for Dr. Graham. Uh, I want to share that with you, and then I just want to get a final thought from uh, uh, Representative Spano about the life of uh, uh, Dr. Billy Graham and and how that sort of transcends into um, him and his life, his family, and the whole idea of being a public servant, that's coming up in a moment. And again, reminding you that in the second hour, we'll have a chance to talk with uh, Stu Epperson, uh, one of the founders of the Salem Radio Network, about Dr. Billy Graham. We'll also uh, have a chance to take a look at another day of our fantastic pilgrimage, the Bill Bunkley pilgrimage to Jordan and Israel. That's coming up on May 31st. Got another couple signing up. want you to be a part of that. And then we'll have the senior pastor, Bill Shows Baptist Church, uh, Dr. Stephen Rummage, talking about his ministry moving forward. It airs right here on WTBM. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. And uh, you don't want to miss this closing prayer and some final thoughts from Raw Spano. I'm Bill Bunkley, reminding you, you can follow me at uh, Bill Bunkley uh, on Twitter and uh, also uh, Bill Bunkley uh, on Facebook. We also have uh, opportunities here at uh, our Facebook at WTBN AM and WTBN on Twitter. 
More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Ladies, how about we take a break for a night out? Faith Talks Ladies Night Out is coming up Thursday, March 22nd at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon with Christian comedian Leslie Norris Townsend. And you'd say any precious. <gasps> That's my husband. Come early for our Ladies Expo featuring shopping, giveaways, desserts, and light hors d'oeuvres. Faith Talks Ladies Night Out with Leslie Norris Townsend. Tickets and information at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, my name is Brant. You ever make a change and then wonder, why didn't I do this a long time ago? That's what's happening for thousands of people with regard to their health care. They're joining MediShare, and then they're wondering, why didn't I already do this? For most members, it costs less than half what they were paying for their old health plan. There's a huge provider network, too. You can customize your plan, and this is awesome. MediShare members can go online with a doctor 24-7, so if you need a prescription for the flu or something, it's so convenient for you and your family. So, yeah, this is one of those why-did-I-wait-on-this things, and if you don't love your current health plan, you're not stuck with it. You can join MediShare anytime. By the way, to give you an idea, the typical savings for a family, about 500 bucks a month. It just makes so much sense. Check it out. They're super easy to talk to. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Bill Bunkley here with a personal invitation to join me and my family on our 2018 10-day pilgrimage to Israel and Jordan. Be a part of this year's 70th anniversary marking Israel's statehood. Our tour host is renowned historian and EDI travel president Boaz Shalgi. Travel to Petra, the Dead Sea, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, Nazareth, Bethlehem, Jerusalem, and much more. See where end times will unfold and visit custom locations gaining insight into geopolitical issues facing Israel today. The all-inclusive price is just $3,965 per person, double occupancy. For just $3,965, you'll receive round-trip airfare from Tampa, four- and five-star hotels, Wi-Fi-equipped motor coach, three meals daily, all taxes and tips. For more information, go to letstalkfaith.com or call us 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. Over a million Floridians petitioned to put Amendment 3 on the ballot this November. Amendment 3 will put voters, not politicians, in charge of casino gambling. And that's got Tallahassee politicians and lobbyists scrambling for gambling. They're trying to expand gambling now, before voters have their say in November. And that is exactly why we need Amendment 3. The politicians can't be trusted. And they're Proving it at this moment. For decades, casino gambling was decided by the voters. Then, politicians tried to legalize casinos without voter approval. Voting yes on three puts you back in charge. It's not about where you stand on gambling. It's about who you trust, the politicians or the people. Tell the Tallahassee politicians, let the voters decide gambling. Just leave it be until Amendment 3. Paid political advertisement paid for by voters in charge, 2640 A. Mitchum Drive, Tallahassee, Florida, 32308. 
Hi, this is Dan Celia from Financial Issues. I want to remind you that every day from 9 to noon, Financial Issues, we're going to take your financial questions. You're going to hear about the economy. You're going to hear a little bit about politics as it relates to the economy and your ability to be a good steward of all that God has given you. Financial Issues with Dan Celia. Weekdays, 9 to noon, on our sister station, AM 1380, The Biz. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, along with uh, State Representative Ross Spano. And uh, I've held Ross over for just a few moments. He's been so gracious to do so because I just wanted to have him weigh in on uh, uh, the life of Dr. Billy Graham and also... Awesome prayer coming up from the chaplain of the United States Senate, uh, Barry Black, who uh, actually did the benediction for today's service. Also want to remind you that uh, we, as you know, we, we talk about the issues day by day in the legislature, but we only sort of scratch the surface, reminding you that uh, you can plug in with the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Of course, I'm president, and you can do that very simply by going to floridareligiousliberty.com. That's FloridaReligiousLiberty.com, and I invite you to sign up for our email alerts, and we give you those weekly updates and monthly updates throughout the year. Well, just a few hours ago, uh, when Dr. Billy Graham's body was uh, moved to the United States Capitol, there was a memorial service. And to wrap that up with a benediction was the chaplain of the United States Senate, Barry Black. And uh, this is a very, very gifted man of God. But uh, I wanted to bring you uh, his closing benediction in its entirety, and uh, we'll then have a a moment or two for Representative Spano to uh, share his thoughts. By the way, reminding you that uh, you can connect with Ross Spano at rossspano.com. That's rossspano.com. Let's listen to the chaplain from the U.S. Senate. Almighty God, the fountain of every blessing, we praise you for your greatness and goodness that gave our nation and world the gift of your servant, Evangelist William Franklin Graham, Jr. We thank you for using him to preach your gospel around the world, to counsel and pray for national and global leaders and to invite the multitudes to start and sustain an experiential relationship with you. Lord, we're grateful for his scandal-free life of integrity, characterized by conduct that was above reproach. You blessed him through his humility and commitment to you to bring deliverance to those held captive by sin, to restore sight to the morally and ethically blind, and to set on the path of freedom those shackled by addictions and despair. Thank you, Lord that the force of Billy Graham's convictions transcended the boundaries that divide humanity, creating a spirit 
of oneness. Inspired by his great life, challenge us all to become salt and light to our generation. Use us, O oh God, as you used evangelist Billy Graham, so that the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts will always be acceptable to you. I pray in the name of Billy Graham's Savior and closest friend, Jesus Christ. Amen. Absolutely amazing. And uh, as you were listening a few moments ago, uh, hearing our President Donald Trump uh, talk about, uh, for those of us who are Christ followers, to talk about Jesus uh, from that rotunda. And, of course, the prayer of the U.S. Uh, Senate chaplain, uh, Mr. Black. Uh, let's go back to uh, Ross Spano, District 59 representative of the Florida legislature. And uh, got about a minute and a half or so, but, uh, Ross, your thoughts about Dr. Billy Graham and what, if any, impact on, on your life and sort of your moral compass? Wow. I mean, words, it's hard to really express in words. I'll tell you, uh, Bill, um, I mean, my entire life, um, my my upbringing has kind of been informed by you know his influence that he had, um, and I think when I think back of uh, you know the last time he made any kind of public statement, the last public interview that he offered, the words of um, kind of warning that he offered to our nation, uh, I think about those those words um, quite often, especially when we deal with situations like we had in Parkland, you know, just last week. I I think we don't talk about the issues. Um, we can't talk about the issues, you know, of gun control and issues that we might, what might think need to, to take in, you know, to handle to protect our kids, unless we talk really more about the fundamental problem of our nation, and that is really kind of a decaying moral fabric, fabric of our society generally, of, uh, of of our families and so forth. So that's that's something that, that really burdens my heart. I think we need strong men and women of character to begin to lead like, like uh, Dr. Billy Graham led. And mm. uh, so in some small part, that's what I'm attempting to do. Um, everything that I do, everything that I say, uh, hopefully every every uh, thought that, that, that I have is, is, is held captive and really informed by my my, my relationship with the Lord. All right. And, Ross, we uh, got to leave it there. Uh, we got a hard break coming up. Uh, Representative Ross Spano, District 59, also candidate for Attorney General. You can connect with him at rossspano.com, rossspano.com. Up next on our Faith Talk stations, my colleague Mark Davis talks to uh, Stu Epperson about Dr. Billy Graham. Hope to see you on the other side. When I entered the Classical Academy of Sarasota in 10th grade, I had no idea the effect that it would have on my life. Caring teachers committed to virtue expanded my view of education in a way that I never even imagined was possible. TCA kept me busy with challenging material straight through to graduation, and because of this, I entered college fully prepared for the challenges to come. The Classical Academy of Sarasota. Contact us at TCASarasota.com. That's TCASarasota.com. Saturday afternoons at 4.30. Join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. 
He says, if you really want to run hard after me, lay everything on your altar and put your Isaac on the altar and back away and say, God, this is your deal. This is for your praise and your glory, man. I'm all about you. I'm in. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch, Saturday afternoons at 430 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. White House Communications Director Hope Hicks is resigning, according to a White House official. That news comes a day after Hicks was interviewed for nine hours by the panel investigating Russian interference in the 2016 election. She acknowledged to a House intelligence panel that she had occasionally told white lies for Trump, but she said she had not lied about anything relevant to the Russian investigation. The casket of the late Reverend Billy Graham is lying in honor in the Capitol Rotunda. Ready, step. Here lies America's pastor. Just as I am. House Speaker Paul Ryan says Billy Graham touched a lot of lives. Eisenhower, King, Ford and Reagan, to everyday citizens lining up to pay their respects. President Trump called Billy Graham an ambassador for Christ who reminded the world of the power of prayer and the gift of God's grace. Billy Graham is only the fourth private person to lie in honor in the Capitol since 1998. Ed Donahue, Washington. Senators are urging their colleagues to take a small step to solve a big problem by passing a bipartisan bill on gun safety. Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut, side of the Sandy Hook school shooting, says the bill called the Fixed Nix Act is a start. My hope is that we can bring this bill before the Senate, but then we can have a debate on other measures. Murphy says his bill would strengthen just one part of the National Criminal Instant Background Check system. The bill is co-sponsored by Senator John Cornyn. He comes from Texas, side of the Sutherland Springs church shootings. The problem is around here, if you ignore the things that you can agree on and just look to fight about things you can't agree on, nothing ever happens. The senators say they hope their bill will be used as a base. Linda Kenyon, Capitol Hill. Another down day on Wall Street as the Dow dropped 381 points to close at 25,029. More on these stories at townhall.com. Interested in trading as a way to generate extra monthly income? Listen up. Before you sign up for some garbage program or awkward in-person seminar, you really need to hear about the online trader program that everyone's talking about. This is the program that allows you to get your account funded with someone else's money. That's right. Apiary Fund will gladly put up to $100,000 of their money into your trading account. And the best part? You get to keep 85% of the profits without putting in a dime of your own money. Apiary Fund and this program are growing like crazy. As a special offer, Apiary Fund is allowing our listeners to get started for free. Just call 800-959-4526 and leave us your email address and we will send you all the exciting details of how to trade Apiary Fund's money and not your own. Call 800-959-4526 and leave your email address on the voicemail. Your free report will be sent right away. 800-959-4526. That's 800-959-4526. 
Persistent snow and freezing conditions are causing delays in many parts of Britain, with roads and train service hit hard. Many rail systems in the northern and eastern parts of Britain have been disrupted, and several lines of London's subway system were experiencing severe delays, including the Piccadilly line that links central London to Heathrow Airport. In a call for road safety, police forces are warning against driving because of poor visibility in the snow and treacherous conditions, which can lead to crashes and stranded motorists. Media is reporting that many drivers have had to be rescued from vehicles. The weather has also closed many schools and forced some hospitals to cancel elective procedures and outpatient care. Charles de la Desma, London. The so-called beast from the east weather system gripping Europe has claimed 24 lives across the continent as millions brace for temperatures to drop even further. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. U.S. officials say Chinese aluminum foil suppliers have been selling their products at unfairly low prices, so duties will be imposed on the imports. The U.S. Commerce Department says several Chinese companies have been selling aluminum foil in the United States at less than fair value. The ruling was praised by the Aluminum Association trade group that pressed the case. The group says the cheap imports are threatening thousands of jobs. The Commerce Department says China is providing unfair subsidies to aluminum foil producers. Correspondent Jeremy House reporting, in the past, China has denied giving its aluminum producers an unfair advantage. The Commerce Department says U.S. imports of Chinese aluminum foil were valued at $389 million in 2016. American Airlines says it is opposed to the plan by Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel for an $8.5 billion expansion at O'Hare International Airport because of what American calls a secret provision to award more gates to United Airlines. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored in part by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Welcome back for those of you who are listening to our first hour. And welcome to those of you just joining us here in the 5 o'clock hour. We've got a very busy hour in store, and I think you're going to be enjoying every moment of it. Coming up in just a moment, one of our founders, uh, Stu Epperson, had a chance to sit down with my colleague, radio talk show host for Salem, Mark Davis, talking about the impact of Dr. Billy Graham. That was a discussion from earlier this morning. We're going to bring that to you in just a moment. Then the exciting day number seven of our trip, our pilgrimage to both uh, Jordan and Israel, uh, coming up on May 31st. Listen to the day that you'll have an opportunity to visit the Jordan River, and if you so desire, desire a chance to be baptized in the Jordan River. That and much more 
of the exciting Day 7 coming up. And uh, Pastor Stephen Rummage, Dr. Stephen Rummage, I should say, host of Moving Forward. He'll be with us to talk about uh, his radio ministry and, of course, uh, the work of uh, Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon. All that and more coming up in this very, very packed second hour. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Mr. Epperson, pleasure to have you, sir. How are you? Hey, good morning. Uh, nice to be with you uh, this morning. Uh, it is Mark. it is great to to have you. Tell let's let's go chronologically. When was the first time that 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 you and Billy Graham or his legacy shared space? <laughs> well, uh, back in 1953, it was February of 1953. Very cold, and uh, uh, my uh, my brother just got in the car, and we lived in Ararat, Virginia, on a small tobacco farm, and. Um, and he he said Billy uh, he said uh, Billy Graham my brother Ralph uh, uh, said Billy Graham is preaching in Greensboro at the has a big tent down there at the fairgrounds Greensboro North Carolina and that's about seventy miles away so um, he got a carload of us you know it was pretty crowded and it was a cold wet uh, night and we drove down to Greensboro and and um, and Billy Graham was preaching there and. Uh, the sawdust was on the on the floor on the ground, and the place was packed. And uh, we had to sit in all different uh, parts of the tent. They, they finally found seats for us. And uh, you you can't imagine the atmosphere. Um, you know the lights that was hung like you see kind of at a fair, a uh, string of uh, light bulbs, and um, and they had these uh, kerosene heaters put everywhere and. Uh, um, and so Billy Graham, after George Beverly Shea sang and uh, uh, Cliff Barrows um, led everybody in a song, and these were old hymns, and, you know, Rock of Ages and things like that. And um, and then Billy Graham preached, and I'd never heard him preach before, but um, I tell you, it was captivating, and you could feel um, I later learned you know thought it through and it was the power of the holy spirit really and and um everybody listened with with real attention and then at the end when he gave it was a it was a simple message it was straightforward uh, the gospel of jesus christ and um john three sixteen and um and then 17 but god not into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. Gospel of hope, as I later learned to describe it. And so, so as as and, you and Ralph saw you know, roughly 35-year-old Billy Graham in his, I, was, I say his prime, his prime lasted for half a century. Did you go yes. as a curiosity? Did you go as believers? Did you go as seekers? Tell me about you guys walking in versus you guys walking out. Well, I, at the end of the service, when he gave the what they called an altar call, come up forward and um, accept Jesus as your Savior. We dedicate your life. Uh, you know, it was it was so compelling, and the spirit was so uh, strong. I just, I you know, suddenly I found myself. I just got up and went up. I went forward myself, and I went. I guess we went more to just to hear. Him. Uh, out of a little bit out of curiosity, but um, I, I I felt that I was a Christian before then. But then I wondered if I was a Christian when I heard the gospel message, and 
uh, considering some of the things I'd been involved in, and I was, you know, headed in the wrong direction. Um, and so then I, uh, you know, I went forward and and prayed to receive Christ as my Savior and uh, and rededicate my life and went back for counseling. And and we all we all stood there, a big crowd of us stood right in front of the um, the kind of the makeshift pulpit and uh, elevated pulpit and. Um, and Billy Graham stood in the pulpit and and told us what it meant to really know Jesus Christ as personal Savior and Lord of your life, the, the gospel of Jesus. And so that was a big turning point in my life personally. Stu Epperson is here. Stu and, yeah. and Ed Atzinger founded Salem in 1972. So if I'm doing my, my, my homework correctly, you're there on, under that tent in the, in the cold winter when, when you're still a teenager. Later on in your 30s, when you and Ed you know, laid the groundwork for Salem, does that, I mean, I want to be too glib or linear here, but is that what led directly or indirectly to, to you guys founding a company that you knew would be to some degree about political talk radio, but also about Christian teaching and talk, about Christian music? Tell me about how you get from that tent in Greensboro to founding Salem, you know, our company that does a lot of different things. <laughs> well, that's that's it. There's a connection. Uh, that was 53 in February. And uh, I got in, uh, of course, I didn't walk the straight and narrow after that, but I, there, was a, there was a kind of, there was a new start for me. And in the fall, I went off to Bob Jones University in Greenville, South Carolina. I didn't really want to go, but uh, there's something compelled me to go. My mother wanted me to go. She was uh, uh, ill, but uh, I, uh, and I decided to go for a semester. I stayed five and a half years. I studied broadcasting. And uh, and regarding Salem, I met my I met Nancy Atzinger, who had been born in Hawaii, and and I grew up in California. And uh, she became a Christian when she was thirteen, and uh, she was the first Christian in her family. And um, and uh, and her brother Edward Atzinger, he came to Bob Jones also, and that's where I met him. And that was um, really. Uh, that's really where Salem began. That's the reason for Salem existing, that we got together and uh, through a lot of um, just the working of God, as I look back, it was the Lord all the, all the way. And Edward had had a, had a well, everybody's, uh, you know, salvation is a miraculous event. It transforms your life. And so uh, he had had a, a very unusual testimony of how he came to the Lord. And, um, and then we later got together and founded Salem. So um, uh, started broadcasting together, Christian broadcasting. We, our goal was to build a platform for the best communicators of the gospel. And that Billy Graham meeting was pivotal uh, in my life. Well, I no longer believe in coincidences of, of any type. And so back through the decades for you and Ed up to 2012, when I get to walk into this building, I'm grateful for and There are a ton of people <laughs> on this network and listening right now who are very happy that things worked out. Uh, Stu Epperson here in our, for our final couple of minutes, as, as Billy Graham is laid to rest this week, uh, as we look back on this legacy, and, and I think it's underappreciated in the modern media culture and overlooked by many, what do you want people to remember? Let's let's place him in a proper context uh, of American history. Uh, I'll tell you, the man was um, he never he never forgot who he was, a sinner saved by grace of Jesus Christ, and he never believed the headlines of the accolades. He remembered that he was called to preach the simple gospel of Jesus Christ, and uh, in humility. 
Uh, and in fact, he told his son later, and you're probably familiar with this, uh, Franklin, that mm-hmm. he had a sermon he still wanted to preach in his old age. He never got to preach it. But from Galatians, the uh, sixth chapter, he said, God forbid that I should glory, except in the cross of Jesus Christ. And he, he never, uh, as far as I know, he never got off on the tangents. He surrounded himself with like-minded people, Cliff Barrows, Grady Wilson, uh, George Beverly Shea, um, those kind of people. And um, the Lord, the Lord, you know, uh, the rest is history. We know how God used him he, more than anyone else uh, that uh, I'm aware of during his era. Um, he was, he brought us to the gospel of Jesus Christ in our country. And uh, for that, we can, he was not perfect, of course, but there was a simplicity and a humility about him that was really, really God-given. That's the only explanation. Stu, uh, I'm doing just, again, sloppy math on the air. 65 years. Thank you for taking us back to that tent 65 Februarys ago in Greensboro with the light bulbs and the, the, the heaters. And uh, I, the, just thank you for that imagery and for your recollections. I, I, I'm honored to, to, to work for you and have you. And just thanks, thanks for being here today. Mark, thank you for what you're doing. Truth, truth is great, and I and I believe you're talking truth on your show, and I well, appreciate that. I, I am honored, and thank you so much. Stu Epperson and his brother-in-law, Ed Atzinger. Don't go away. More of the Buckley Show. We'll be right back. Imagine not eating for days and not knowing when or if you'll ever eat again. That's the grim reality for poor families in Haiti. Odette doesn't know when she'll be able to feed her family again. She and her husband, Jerome, care for their two grandchildren after the death of their daughter. But because of their age and poor health, it's hard to find work. Odette knows that her grandchildren aren't getting enough to eat, but she has no way to find or buy food. Poor families like Odette's suffer with no hope. They have no idea how they will survive. But you can help. Today, you can provide food every day for the next year and a lifetime supply of clean, safe water through Food for the Poor. For just $50, you can ensure that Odette's grandchildren get the food and safe water they need to survive. Would you allow God to use you to save the lives of suffering children in Haiti and Guatemala? Please make your life-saving gift right now by calling 855-353-HOPE, 855-353-4673, 855-353-4673. You can also give by clicking the Give Life banner at letstalkfaith.com. 855-353-4673. Don't miss the Jewish Federation's Happy Birthday Israel Celebration. Experience the Keshet Chaim Dance Ensemble using melody, rhythm, and ethnic contemporary movement to preserve Jewish tradition and stories. Enjoy as leading international group The Shook perform their take on traditional Jewish music. The Happy Birthday Israel Celebration, Sunday, March 11th at 7 p.m. at the Jewish Federation Campus, 580 McIntosh Road. For tickets, go to jfedsrq.org. That's jfedsrq.org. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. Hot dog, it's Wednesday. What's so great about that? Well, if you have a ceiling fan to install or a faulty switch or just something with your electric system that needs fixing, you've been putting it off, you can call Mr. Sparky to come out today and you'll save $59 off the service fee for the visit. Call now. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. 
I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.375%, APR 4.62%. But choosing the right mortgage lender involves so much more than just a rate. We've earned 12 J.D. Power Awards for client satisfaction. And we invented Rocket Mortgage, a simpler, hassle-free way to get a mortgage completely online. So choose Quicken Loans, America's number one online lender. Call 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Equal housing lender. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Hello, I'd like to deposit this to checking. Fate is a fickle master. What? The future is uncertain. Okay, and what's my account balance? Ah, the horizon is cloudy. I see a long, treacherous voyage Um, filled with great peril. Look, can I just get a deposit slip or something? A fortune bank teller. Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to GEICO. I see a yellow-eyed serpent and a low APR. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. You cannot entertain any thoughts that it might be an option of whether I want to let these desires live and develop into sinful actions. There's no option. They have to die. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk AM 910 and FM 102.1. Online at letstalkfaith.com. We're going down. We're back, Bill Bunkley here, and uh, we have yet another installment of our opportunity to learn more about my pilgrimage coming up on May 31st through June the 9th, 10 days to both Israel and Jordan. We're celebrating the 70th anniversary of Israel becoming a modern state. That happened in 1948 uh, with the Balfour Declaration. And remember that what's special about you coming and joining us for this 70th anniversary in Israel, it was 70 years ago that the last time an American president stood with Israel in a very positive way, and that was Harry Truman, who stood with uh, the proposal to the uh, creation of the modern state of Israel. Of course, I think Israel has been a nation all the way through thousands of years. But nonetheless, what a fantastic time to join our trip to Israel. It's going to be all-inclusive, four- and five-star hotels, both Jordan and Israel. Uh, We're going to be on air-conditioned motor coaches, uh, complete with Wi-Fi. uh, One of the best uh, and most attractive parts of this is the entire 10-day trip. We're talking about round-trip airfare, four- and five-star hotels, uh, air-conditioned modern tour buses, all the tips, all the taxes, all the entry fees, everything, all-inclusive. When I say all-inclusive, I mean all-inclusive, $3,965. That's right, $3,965 per person, all-inclusive. Hey, if you're by your home or office PC, go right now to letstalkfaith.com, click on the the tab for the Bill Bunkley pilgrimage. Take a look at this itinerary. Take a look at the price. We want you to join us. If you'd like to call us, 813-515-1510. 
That's 813-515-1510. Joining me again as we talk about this segment of our tour coming up, day number seven, which actually represents Wednesday, June the 6th, is Boaz Shalgi, who's going to actually be our hosting country, our travel guide. Not only is EDI Travel the number one tour host in Israel, third year in a row by way of a trip advisor, uh, giving them that distinguished award. Uh, Boaz's family also hails from the tribe of Levi. A lot of history. He'll be talking about that on the trip. And he's also a historian. He's joining us today to talk about day number seven. Good to have you with us again. Bill, this is becoming my second home here in Tampa. Good to be here. Absolutely. And we are just excited to be able to share a little bit of your personal experience so our listeners will know what's in store for them if they join us on this year's pilgrimage. Now, very quickly, we ran out of time, but as we wrapped up day number six, we did two very important things on our past, present, and future, and that is looking at the geopolitical situation. We just on uh, the day before, June the 5th, the sixth day, we first were in uh, Kibbutz uh, Makaya with Etan Oren looking into Lebanon. Then we're going to go across the Hula Valley back to the east. Then we're going to go up on the northernmost part of the Golan part of the Golan Heights, looking into Syria. We'll also see some of the Syrian. Uh, military um, strongholds of the 1967 war. Very impressive to look into Syria with all of what's happening in the news. A very safe place to look, but it also gives you a good perspective of the size of Israel and what you, you and your nation is dealing with today. Yeah, this is uh, one of the days that will be so clear about uh, ancient Israel and modern Israel, because like you said, we're going to get to uh, the Golan Heights which uh, is now, of course, under Israel. We'll be able to look into Syria. We'll be only about 40 miles from Damascus, but yet on the Israeli side, very safe. Uh, Like you mentioned, Bill, we'll get to see former Syrian positions. We'll get to see Mount Hermon, which uh, many scholars believe to have been the uh, Mount of Transfiguration. And so that that's going to be an amazing piece of the day. Hmm. So we'll have a chance to do that. We'll return back to our same hotel. We'll be uh, overnighting on the Sea of Galilee. So it's a couple of nights where you're going to get a chance to stay there. By the way, I haven't mentioned this a lot, but the food... Uh, includes three meals per day, including lunch. And I want to tell you, the food is just absolutely off the chart. It's going to really round out a wonderful, wonderful experience. Now, as we pick back up on uh, day number seven, uh, we're going to get up early in the morning. And something that's very important as we leave our hotel, we're going to be heading to the Jordan River. But not just the Jordan River. This is the place that if you would like to be baptized in the Jordan River, there's going to be that opportunity. Talk about that. Yes, the uh, famous uh, Jordan that starts uh, way north by Caesarea Philippi and ends by uh, by the Dead Sea, and uh, we'll get to see it. And uh, like you mentioned, uh, folks that would like to use the opportunity to uh, have this amazing experience of being baptized in the water of the Jordan River, that will be the day to do that. And I want to tell you that I had a chance to baptize uh, my son, uh, Zachary, and for those of you uh, who are Christ followers, uh, the, you know, folks just re-identify with uh, Israel and Jordan in, in the baptism. So it's sort of a symbolic thing you can do. There are changing stations there. If you like to, a little bit extra, if you want to use one of their uh, towels and one of their robes, a little nominal fee there. But nonetheless, we'll give you an opportunity to uh, be baptized in the Jordan River. Now, something we didn't do last year that I wanted to re-include this year is that we're going to head back to the Golan Heights. But we're not going way north. We're actually going to go up on the top of the Golan Heights, just about in the area 
area of the Sea of Galilee. Because in my previous trips to Israel, to have an opportunity to, to just look at the valley there, to, to not only look down on, on the, the Sea of Galilee, you understand the strategic importance of why Israel now holds the Golan to protect their island. You can, on a clear day, see all the way across to the Mediterranean. You might see some of that glistening as well. But then you look all the way down to where the Jordan begins. Very spectacular and uh, something that we added, uh, put back in from last year. The overlook from uh, this place is uh, is absolutely gorgeous. You can see on a clear day the entire uh, Sea of Galilee. You can even see Mount Tabor in the distance. And then on the other side, you can see Mount Hermon and Jordan. And like you said, for understanding the strategic importance of Israel, that's a great location. And maybe this is the time again to emphasize to folks that, you know, the entire Israel is the size of, you know, Rhode Island. So we need to protect it, and this is one of the days where you can see it very clearly. Mm. You'll be reminded of, uh, obviously, something's going on. God's up to something because for this tiny little patch of real estate to be in the headlines almost every day, very important, special place indeed. We'll come back off the uh, the Golan Heights. We'll head west to uh, a place that's very important. You might have heard of Nazareth. And uh, there is a place that we're going to stop in Nazareth. Very important to Christ followers. Talk about that. The place where we're going to stop is the brow of the hill. Uh, that's a little bit outside of Nazareth with a great view of the city of Nazareth, but also of the Jezreel Valley. And uh, just to remind folks what the uh, significance of the brow of the hill is, this is where the people of Nazareth wanted to push Jesus up the cliff after he preached from the book of Isaiah on the Sabbath. And the next thing we know is that he disappeared, ran away from them, and started his three years ministry in uh, Capernaum. Hmm. And by the way, we're talking about my pilgrimage to Jordan, Israel, uh, May 31st through June the 9th. Again, for information, go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, click on the tab for Bill Bunkley's pilgrimage, or call us, 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. Well, let's talk about something very important. As we talk about the final battle, we're talking about a wide valley that's very important. Uh, it is the site of Solomon's, one of Solomon's stables, but it is the plain of Megiddo. And talk about that significance. Megiddo is the second oldest city in the world after uh, Jericho. And it's not surprising because when you see the grounds, when you see this huge valley and understand that everybody wanted to dominate this valley because of the strategic importance, that's where the Via Maris went through the road of the sea. And so this area had experienced more battles than any other location in the world. And probably because of that, John predicts that also the final battle will be held in the uh, Valley of Armageddon. And that's what we're going to see there. We're going to see the Tell of Megiddo and right beneath us, the valley that will host the final battle. Mm. And I want to tell you, it's a very significant site, especially if it happens to be a clear day. Very, very dynamic. And we'll have a chance to uh, read about that battle. We'll be right on top of uh, the tell. You'll see uh, where the archaeological dig reveals the stables. Uh, where uh, some of Solomon's horses were kept. But I want to tell you, as you just think about uh, the fact that this is one of those places where we're going to take you where history is going to happen. Very unusual. A lot of us spend, who are historians, we spend a lot of our lives going to places that we see when something did happen. 
this is an area where we're going to be seeing what's going to happen. Very, very impressive indeed. Then we're going to hop back to Old Testament as we're going to be heading south now uh, over toward, we're more over toward the Mediterranean Sea. And we're going to go to Mount Carmel where something very miraculous happened there. And we're going to go up to the top of that mount. Talk about that. This is, uh, Bill, one of my favorite uh, places because of the uh, amazing story that uh, took place there. And, of course, I'm talking about Prophet Elijah, uh, you know, fighting against the, the hundreds of Baal and Asherah uh, prophets. And what I love about this is that this is when I always say one plus God is majority. And it doesn't matter how many enemies are on the other side. Once you have God on your side, you're already in control. And the contest between Elijah and the Baal prophets at the summit where we're going to go is a story that everyone has to learn about. And again, very, very impressive indeed, and that's going to be on Mount Carmel. So as we wrap up our last spot, this is one of my favorites. This will be day number seven if you're joining us this year on uh, the Bill Bunkley Pilgrimage to Jordan and Israel. On June the 6th, day number seven, our last spot before heading to Jerusalem. So think about that because for most of you, the heading to Jerusalem, first timer, is going to be very important. But we get to go to, I used to know it as Caesarea by the Sea. Uh, many years ago. Today, it's more widely known as Caesarea Maritime. It is a place of a remarkable uh, Roman ruins, and that's where a lot of the ships going back and forth to Rome. That's where Paul was imprisoned. But as we go to the very shores of the Sea of Galilee and have a chance to visit there, talk about this site. Caesarea, where, where do we begin? So much. I mean, like you mentioned, this is where Paul was imprisoned for uh, two years this is where one of the most amazing palaces of uh, King Herod uh, were built. This is where Rabbi Akiva, one of you know the giants in, in rabbinic Jewish history, uh, was executed by the Romans. And when he was dying, he kept reciting, Here are Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one, to show his disciples how much passion and love he had for, for God. And uh, to see the ancient harbor and the amphitheater, Another amazing site. I, I keep saying using the word amazing, but it, all these sites are just unbelievable. Mm. And yes, for those of you that want to take a time out and uh, take your shoes off, we'll have a place where you can walk down and dip your toe uh, into the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, but I want to tell you, it is just absolutely incredible uh, to go to uh, Caesarea by the sea. Now, all of what we're talking about today, we're not even scratching the surface. But um, as you know, that each week we're showcasing a different day of our ten-year uh, of our ten-year. Love to go for ten years. Our ten-day pilgrimage to Israel. If you'd like to join Mrs. Bunkley and I and Zach and bring your family, hey, we'll be leaving Tampa on uh, May thirty-first. Uh, arriving back in Tampa on June the 9th, 10 days all-inclusive. That's right, everything inclusive, all your entry fees, tax tips, everything. We're talking about four- and five-star hotels. We're talking about air-conditioned modern motor coaches with Wi-Fi. Total price of $3,965. And I encourage you to check our itinerary. It's my past, present, and future. Look at all of what we're doing in addition to the traditional Old Testament, New Testament sites. Look at what we'll be doing. Check out that price. It's phenomenal. It's an absolute value. Go right now to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, or go to our, give us a call, 813-515-1510. 
That's 813-515-1510. Boaz Shalgi, again, thanks for being with us on this installment of Day Number 7. It's been my pleasure, Bill. Thank you so much. Don't go away. More The Bill Buckley Show. We'll be right back. Here's the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. White House Communications Director Hope Hicks, one of President Trump's most loyal aides, is resigning. That news comes a day after Hicks was interviewed for nine hours by the panel investigating Russian interference in the 2016 election. Dick Sporting Goods is taking a harder line against guns in the National Rifle Association. It says it will immediately stop selling assault-style rifles and ban the sale of all guns to anyone under 21. And the chain's CEO is calling for tougher gun laws. Broward County School Superintendent Robert Runsey says about 95% of the student body of 3,293 has returned to Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School two weeks after a mass shooting that killed 17 people. He called Wednesday's attendance outstanding. Another rough day on Wall Street as the Dow was down by 381 points. The Nasdaq dropping 57, the S&P lower by 30. More details at srnnews.com. Over a million Floridians petitioned to put Amendment 3 on the ballot this November. Amendment 3 will put voters, not politicians, in charge of casino gambling. And that's got Tallahassee politicians and lobbyists scrambling for gambling. They're trying to expand gambling now, before voters have their say in November. And that is exactly why we need Amendment 3. The politicians can't be trusted. And they're proving it at this moment. For decades, casino gambling was decided by the voters. Then, politicians tried to legalize casinos without voter approval. Voting yes on three puts you back in charge. It's not about where you stand on gambling. It's about who you trust. The politicians or the people. Tell the Tallahassee politicians. Let the voters decide gambling. Just leave it be until Amendment 3. Paid political advertisement paid for by voters in charge. 2640 A. Mitchum Drive, Tallahassee, Florida, 32308. Are you looking for direction in your life? Here's today's Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. Many times you and I are sailing through life, things could never be brighter. When suddenly, out of nowhere, the storm clouds gather, the thunder begins to peal, the lightning begins to flash, and we find ourselves in a fierce storm of circumstances we never expected. It's only natural that we cry out, Lord, save me! Still the storm. It's been my experience. Rarely does God answer that prayer request. Rarely is it God's will to deliver us out of the storm. What he promises to do is to walk with us through the storm. You see, the reason is God is much more interested in what is happening in you than in what is happening to you. Pathway Minute is produced by Pathway to Victory. To access the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. Wouldn't it be great if Happily Ever After really was the end of the story? Ever After is just the beginning, but happily is possible. 
You can learn the secret if you win a weekend to remember from family life. There's really no better weekend for a couple than to get away, just the two of you. Win a free weekend trip for a married couple to a weekend to remember marriage getaway with registration, hotel, meals, and travel expenses paid. To enter, just log on to our station website and use the keyword marriage. And when you enter, you'll also receive the free e-booklet, Nine Keys to a Lasting Marriage. Nine insights into building and strengthening a fulfilling marriage, just in time for Valentine's. Enter now to win a weekend to remember and get your free copy of Nine Keys to a Lasting Marriage from Family Life. Visit letstalkfaith.com and enter the keyword marriage. letstalkfaith.com keyword marriage. Checking your inbox? Open encouragement here. Weekday mornings at 9, it's Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. He has the authority to give eternal life to everyone the Father has given to him. And at 9.30, Know the Truth with Philip DeCourcy. When we want to see a great awakening, we need to awake. We need to be not ashamed of the gospel. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. We're back, Bill Bunkley, on this beautiful afternoon. And uh, as we've been paying tribute to Dr. Billy Graham, today we have a very special guest uh, who is also on the front lines of uh, being an ambassador for Christ right here in West Central Florida, particularly in Brandon. Well, a very familiar voice right here on WTBN and WTWE, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. and 10 p.m., His radio ministry, Moving Forward, blesses and instructs each and every day. I'm talking about the senior pastor at Bell Shoals Baptist Church, Dr. Stephen Rummage. Uh, Bell Shoals uh, is a multi-campus church that has over 8,000 members throughout uh, our area. He currently serves as chairman of the Southern Baptist Convention Executive Committee and president of the Florida Baptist State Convention. He's uh, seven years into being a professor of preaching at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary there in Wake Forest, North Carolina. And he graduated, uh, magna cum laude graduate of the University of North Carolina at Greensboro. And uh, he also holds a Master's of Divinity from Southeastern Seminary and completed his doctorate in preaching and theology at New Orleans Baptist. No, New Orleans Theological Ceremony. New Orleans Theological Seminary, I should say. Dr. Rummers, good to have you back on our program this afternoon. Bill, it's always a pleasure. I hope you're doing well today. Yes, sir. We are doing very well. Well, you and our morning host, uh, Bill Carl, team up for moving forward. And uh, I want to kind of focus on that for just a moment because uh, that is having quite an impact here and around the nation Tell us, how did you come to uh, you and the Lord to the name of moving forward? Well, for me, it has two meanings. One, we are moving forward day by day through the Word of God, and uh, that sort of summarizes the way I preach. I preach expositionally through sections of Scripture, and so we're moving forward in that regard. But then also I think about how we can move forward in our spiritual lives with Jesus. You know, there's so many things in our past that we like to get past. You know, we like to be able to leave those things behind us. The good news of the 
gospel is that through Jesus, we really can move forward. And day by day, the Bible says, day by day, he transforms us more and more into the likeness of Jesus. God does that in our lives as we walk with him. And so for me, both of those ideas, moving forward through the word of God and then moving forward in our spiritual lives, that's what that, uh, the title of the, the program means to me. As we have uh, quite a national and personal focus on Dr. Billy Graham, uh, his uh, message uh, for all the years, all the decades was very simple, very clear and to the point. As you engage people with moving forward, part of uh, the challenges of the Christian walk is, uh, especially in 2018, there are so many things uh, within the culture. We have the social media. We have all of... uh, the things that sort of invade our lives and invade the lives of our family. Uh, sometimes people can get stuck. Talk a little bit about that because uh, for so long, uh, all of my life, I've heard as far as your relationship with Christ, uh, you're either moving forwards or moving backwards. You're never stationary. Talk about that. I think that's really the truth. And, of course, when I think about Dr. Billy Graham and his influence just focusing with a laser precision on the gospel and calling people to a new relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And he proclaimed that message to millions and millions of people, 215 million people personally that he had the opportunity to preach to and then multiply that over and over again by the people he reached uh, through television, through radio, through other things. And to, to know that when we come to know Jesus Christ, when we experience peace with God and when we experience the life that Jesus has for us, it transforms our eternity, but it also transforms what happens in our lives day by day so that as we walk with him, uh, we can experience new things that he has for us as his children. And I really do think that what you said is true. We're either moving forward or we're moving backward. It's sort of like uh, when I'm on a on an escalator, I almost always think about this. I think about one time watching a little boy trying to walk up a down escalator. And, you know, as long as he kept moving, he made some progress. But the moment he stood still, he started going back down again. And I think a lot of times in our spiritual lives, we fail to recognize that we cannot stand still spiritually. We have to keep pressing forward for what Jesus has for us as his people. The good news is that as we spend time day by day in his word, day by day seeking him in prayer, that he works in our lives supernaturally through his Holy Spirit to make us more like Jesus and to really move us forward. We're not alone. You know, He comes under us and works in us to move us to places we would never be as we seek him. Hmm. If you're just joining us, the very familiar voice, especially if you tune in Monday through Friday, either at 9 a.m. or 10 p.m., it is Dr. Stephen Rummage, senior pastor at the Bell Shoals Baptist Church, uh, also host of uh, Moving Forward. I want to tell you, if you want to connect with uh, Stephen, you can connect at stephenrummage.publishpath.com. That's uh, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-R-U-M-M-A-G-E.publishpath.com. If you'd like to uh, connect with him uh, and his radio ministry, and uh, we'll also tell you uh, about uh, an exciting app that you can download as well. At a time right now when it's amazing to me, we were commenting earlier in the program that um, for the first time in history, um, a Southern Baptist pastor, uh, but but uh, a, a, a gospel preacher, 
someone unapologetically talking about his relationship with Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ being uh, the only way to eternal life. It seems to me it's very remarkable that uh, he's lying in repose as we are conducting this interview, he being Billy Graham at the nation's capital, especially when we are such a divided nation, especially when it comes to uh, individual uh, people's faith or religions. Talk about that because uh, I think there's some opportunities not only for moving forward but for the rest of us because somehow we've got a little time out here and and the nation is – not reacting, but just listening to to the gospel right now. And I think that is true, that even in his death, Billy Graham is having the opportunity to reach people with the good news of Jesus Christ. And I'm thankful to God for Franklin Graham and others who are involved involved in the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, who we know take every opportunity they have to be able to share the gospel with more and more people. There's a story that I read just the other day as I was thinking about Billy Graham, just reading different things, uh, a story from his public relations director. He told this story, and uh, this this PR director said, you know, he had done many, many media interviews with Dr. Graham and arranged many media interviews for other public figures, corporate people and things such as that. And he talked about... uh, when uh, when someone's getting ready to be interviewed for television or radio, often they'll do a, a mic check to find out you know if the voice needs to be adjusted and if the sound needs to be adjusted to the person's voice. And he said most people will say testing, testing, one, two, three, or they'll say their alphabet or something like that. He said Billy Graham every time without fail always on his mic check would say John 3:16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He said he said it every time. And he said one time he asked him, "Why do you do that, Dr. Graham? Why do you do that?" And he said because that way if I'm not clear in communicating the gospel in the interview, at least the cameraman will have heard the gospel while I was with him. And I just think about that taking every opportunity we have to share the good news of Jesus with others. And certainly, because Billy Graham focused his life on that and really made that the simple goal of his existence, to share Christ and to share the gospel at every opportunity, God honored him. And God worked through his life and gave him an influence and a legacy unlike any person in all the history of the church, an amazing, amazing legacy God has given him. I don't know if there will be anyone with that same magnitude and breadth of legacy uh, and influence that Billy Graham has had for the sake of the gospel. I don't know, but I do know this. Every one of us, wherever we are, can take the opportunities that God gives us to share Christ with people around us, and God will use us as we do. Mm. Uh, Dr. Rummage, um, as we listen to moving forward, um, oftentimes it uh, it originates, the, the main message of uh, the daily program comes from your preaching ministry there at uh, Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon. But uh, then you always come back uh, with some practical steps and some ways to implement that. To me, that's so very important because uh, – you, you can hear a message, but uh, the listener, uh, maybe somebody that's lonely, somebody that's dealing, somebody that had a loss, but it really helps to come back with those practical steps. Talk about that important element of your show. Well, I think that's important in the program because it's so important anytime we hear God's Word. You know, God doesn't give us His Word just to increase our knowledge of the Bible. Uh, he gives us His Word to transform our lives, and there's always a 
faith and obedience response that God is looking for when he speaks to us by his spirit through his word. And so as a preacher of the word of God, I'm called to convince and rebuke and and exhort. And all three of those words had to do with calling for changed lives and, and, and a deeper faith in response to what God's Word has to say. So we try to build that in to every uh, program on moving forward, to take a few moments just to say, okay, how can we move forward in our family life related to what God has taught us today from His Word? How can we move forward in our marriage? How can I move forward in the way I conduct myself as a believer at work? You know, in, in every area of my life, God wants me to live as a follower of Jesus and to trust and obey his word specifically in the details of my life. Hmm. And by the way, you can do that. Uh, for more information, you can go to stevenrummage.com. That's stevenrummage.com. Of course, moving forward with Stephen Rummage, uh, you can catch uh, tonight uh, at 10 p.m. or tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. And, of course, um, he has been the senior pastor at Bell Shoals Baptist Church uh, with multi-campuses, 8,000 people in the area. Um, tell us a little bit, let's roll the uh, the curtain back a little bit. As you are preparing and studying, you know, week by week, uh, not only for individual messages, but, uh, um, you know, different themes, tell us a little bit about uh, how your time with the Lord comes together to, to see what, what he would like for you to be sharing next on uh, either your preaching series at Bell Shoals or for uh, moving forward. Well, Bill, thanks for asking that. I think that's one of the biggest challenges that a pastor has is to seek the Lord to find out where are you leading me to to take your people in this congregation? Where What are you leading me to teach uh, from your word? Because there are so many things from the word that we could we could choose to teach. And so we need the Lord's direction and the guidance of the Holy Spirit to know what we're going to what we're going to be preaching about. And so on a regular basis, one of the things I do is just to sort of look at the whole the whole spectrum of where we are as a church, where our nation is, and then what God is doing in my life personally. And and just to put that before the Lord and say, okay, God, what would you have me do next? Where do you want me to preach from your word? And, and what I found is that the direction for my preaching ministry comes, first of all, through my daily quiet time with the Lord, every day spending time letting God speak to my own heart, not preparing a message, not even thinking about what I'm going to say to others, but just asking God, God, what do you want to say to me today through your word? And so God speaks to me through that. And then also I take extended periods of time, uh, usually several times a year, just to pray through and to seek the Lord's leadership about what he would have me address from the Word. Many times the needs that, that we learn about, that I learn about from people in our congregation, the things that they're facing, talking to them and hearing from them, helps me to understand what to, what needs to be addressed from the pulpit. But it's just a constant seeking of the Lord and looking to His Word to find out what He wants me to preach from the pulpit. Well, I want to tell you, Dr. Rummage, we certainly are blessed by your ministry and uh, both at Bell Shows as well as um, your radio ministry here. And uh, again, if you would like to connect, uh, they have a brand new feature, not brand new, but uh, in 2016, they launched an app. And so tell our folks uh, how they can plug into your app. 
Well, they can go to their app store and just type in my name or type in moving forward. Easiest thing to do would be to type in Stephen Rummage, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-R-U-M-M-A-G-E on your app store, and you'll see that moving forward app. The app is free. All of the content on the app is free. And uh, everything that I preach at Bell Shoals is on the app, not only in audio form, but also in video form. And we have listening guides with uh, interactive note-taking for every message that I preach. And then we also have every broadcast of Moving Forward, uh, today's broadcast and then, you know, archive broadcasts from, from the past are all there as well. And so really all of the content uh, that uh, that we produce for moving forward, and everything that I preach and teach here at Bell Shoals can be found on that app, and every bit of it's free. And so we're really excited for people who are listening to that, uh, streaming that as they uh, come into work sometimes or listening while they're out walking or those types of things. It's been a, a great tool for getting the Word of God to more and more people. Mm. Well, Dr. Rummage, we're out of time, but thank you so much for being with us. And again, uh, Dr. Stephen Rummage is the senior pastor at the Bell Shoals Baptist Church, also host of Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. Uh, weekdays here on Faith Talk, our Faith Talk stations, 9 a.m. and 10 p.m. And again, uh, download the Moving Forward app. And if you'd like to know more about uh, the the ministry, uh, stephenrummage.com. That's stephenrummage.com. Dr. Rummage, it's been a pleasure to be with you this afternoon. It is always a pleasure. Thank you so much, Bill. God bless you. Have a great day. God bless you, my friend. All right, that'll wrap up this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show, and we appreciate you being with us as we are keeping one eye on the closing days of the Florida legislature as well as the country paying its respects to America's pastor, Dr. Billy Graham. We'll have more tomorrow starting at 4 p.m. I remind you that coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, has a wonderful message coming up on today's edition of Living Truth, and that will come along right after the Bill Bunkley Show. It's been an honor to be with you. Have a very blessed evening. Till tomorrow, God bless and good night to all of you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.